The following podcast is a Super Network and Pop 4D production with your hosts, Super Marcy. Because you know, like, usually after 2B Tuesdays, I'm going to order some fried chicken. The terrible Australian B. Jemine. It fell! Hit a ball! The dog's hand got the decapitated! Professor Batch. Much Batch smoking. Uh, wedding yes. group. It contains coarse and explicit language. I mean, he probably gave her filled with beer so he could suck them out of it. Mature themes. Now, is it two fingers and then the pinky to hit the button? Or yes. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta put two fingers in there and then the finger goes into the slot to make sure the coins are in there. And potential spoilers. Spoiler alert. For more, please visit supermarcy.com and show your support at patreon.com slash the super network. Enjoy the show. G'day everyone, this is B. Jemine, aka The Terrible Aussie, and welcome to part two of the Tubi Tuesdays podcast special best of 2021 podcast episode. Now, even though, yes, we sort of, Marcy, Batch, and I sort of put a, a really awesome little montage together for part one, we sort of realized during the sort of the process of, you know, putting that episode together that there were some other great moments that we absolutely loved and thought were quite hilarious from the show over the past year that we did want to put into part one but we figured well we don't want to make it too much too long of an episode (laughs) as it already is so we thought you know what why don't we just make a part two that showcase more moments from the show and I can tell you right now a lot of the moments that are going to be featured in this episode are definitely I personally think I found to be quite hilarious and are definitely without a doubt some of my favorite moments uh, from the podcast this year and I can't wait to share all these ones with you so let's get right into it so we'll start off with of course episode 28 which of course was the patreon picks episode of the action film bailout now what's interesting about this episode was because for a while bailout really wasn't in the lead it was kind of in sort of a tie between another film that i believe like we honestly thought was going to win but then at the very last second one of our patrons decided to vote for bailout and that delivered quite a really fun and interesting episode (laughs) for us since none of us had ever seen the film before um even though batch himself wasn't able to make that episode due to once again being kidnapped by craven uh so we decided to invite the man himself who voted for that film and decided that that film should be the winner of the Patreon pick episode, uh, our good friend Shane, to come on the episode as our third co-host. So without further ado, here are some great moments from the episode of Bailout. Why does David Hasselhoff look like wax? Because <laughs> it's young David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I mean, you know, Ron Moss in Bold and the Beautiful, when he was still on it, started to look very waxy. But he didn't look that waxy in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. But David Hasselhoff looks waxy here. <laughs> it looks like a Mentos commercial. Oh it my does. god, you're not wrong. They were actually uh, shooting a Mentos commercial at the same time they were making this movie and they accidentally edited it into the movie. He made this movie before he went and did the concert for the wall going down. Wow. Just think about the timing. Wow. That he was like the biggest thing in Germany for some reason. I know, right? Where did that come from? Can you look up some facts about that? (laughs) The, uh, the the Great Wall. No, I mean, David Hasselhoff being massive in Germany. 
Well, doesn't he kind of have a, uh, a dramatic background? Though? I don't know. I want to know why. He was a Nazi? No. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Who is this guy? Hmm. I, I don't know the name, but he... Uh, well, according to this article I've got here from the Washington Post, the love affair between Germany and David Hasselhoff started at the Berlin Wall. Started? But how yeah. did it start? Because didn't they want him to be singing the concert? I guess so. Or he just turned up and just started singing. That's the thing, though. I have no information in front of me, so I can't confirm, like, what is going on. Hmm. Like, how that is. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Who is this dude? So if this is like a a poor man's A-team, so the Latin dude is bass, and he's, instead of being the master impression of, like, disguising that, he just sounds more Mexican. Mm Mm-hmm. That is true. And and he's called Bean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This is all very questionable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if 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 it was if this movie had been like a pilot for a TV show, I would not be surprised. Yeah, a little itty bitty one. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, what? What is this? Why? <laughs> I know, my gut's not working. Well, the thing is, the actor. Um... The thing is, <laughs> yes, the thing is. Uh, the actor, uh, Thomas Rosales Jr. Like, he's besides being an actor, he's also a stunt person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find out if the actor who plays Blue, Tony Brubaker, I would not be surprised if he's also a stunt person too. I'm going to find out. Very we all know David Hasselhoff does his own stunts. Ah, uh, yep, he is indeed also a stunt person. He did stunt work on Predator, They Live, and Escape from New York. Cool. So this movie basically was made to have not only David Hasselhoff, but also show off some actor st- slash stuntman in the movie. And it's obvious we're stuntmen because we can barely act. <laughs> Jesus. Guns well, banging. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The <laughs> band is being shot up. Oh. It's barely, it's barely doing anything to the van. <laughs> yeah, it's all shattered. <laughs> yes. I got twenty kids at home. I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, Jesus. I mean, to be fair, he did, but whatever. You remember? Yeah. David Hasselhoff isn't even the lead. I think they used his name, obviously. Are you making drugs over here? Are they doing? Oh, yeah. They are. Oh, oh they are. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> Let's put a lot of drugs. Actually, that's that's not drugs. That's actually sugar. No, they're just preparing to uh, for the bake sale. <laughs> exactly. It, it's for the bake sale that's happening on Sunday. It's all the flour. Exactly. 
Now on to episode 10 of the show, which of course was the Canadian family film, The Peanut Butter Solution. Now this episode in particular, I was very excited about because I'd saw this film the year before and I knew the how completely and utterly, completely and utterly insane this film was. So I couldn't wait to uh, get Marcy and Batch to watch this one for the show. And I can tell you right now, um, <laughs> this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. And uh, from the following clips, you can understand why that is. So, did he see ghosts in the house? Yes. And his hair went all funny? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 guys. My mind just got blown because I just realized who the dad is. Who's that? That's fucking Michael Hogan. That's uh, from Battlefield. No, it is too, and no I've way. met him. No way! It is. I just looked it up. It is, and I've met him. Wow, Michael Hogan, please. What are you doing, bro? Okay, we're changing the narrative. No more pot shots at the dad. We like the dad. <laughs> no, I, I met him. I think I interviewed him. I can't remember. Yeah, no, I think I did. He's like really lovely. Yeah. So when he made this movie, he was like our age, Marcy, and yet he looked like at least 20 years older. Well, I feel like he, he's been bold for, like, <laughs> most of the time. I'll tell you, that's a, that's a Canadian hard 30. Yeah, no, it is. Man, I'm blown away that that is him. Wow. I think that needs to be, that needs to be a highlight for this episode. Oh, that is so a highlight. <laughs> We're going to sell that mansion for $5. And that's why they call me Professor Batch, folks. And yes, if you go to if you go to supermarcy.com, you can see that I did, in fact, interview Michael Hogan. Oh, no! No! Why? <laughs> yeah! Why? That's it, that's it. <laughs> no! That's it, no, how how is this a kids movie? <laughs> For those who don't know what's going on, uh, Connie, his best friend, has decided. I'm going to put the solution and grow some pubes. No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I haven't reached. He's like, I haven't reached puberty yet, so I want to grow some. He's calling you guys. He's calling Australia. (laughs) Hello, kid. Why is your friend growing pubes? (laughs) He's ten. (laughs) Look at that bullet. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's some Canadian hockey here right there. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, what? Your friend doesn't have a name now? I like the kid's face. uh, (laughs) I want to be educated. (laughs) Amazing. I like how the kids are all very we want to be educated. <laughs> That's the Canadian education system. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I want to be educated, damn it. <laughs> oh, she's put some colour in her wardrobe. Her outfits are amazing. <laughs> and I like how it matches the board in the background. <laughs> Okay, let's break this down. The teachers are going to resign because the sound of the cutting hair is just too much for them. Yeah, I, I was just trying to come to terms with that. Oh, no! No! 
My man. Oh, but I see. Didn't you? Uh, watching the movie. Uh, Connie's pubes started growing and they came out underneath his pants and legs. It's like one of those kung fu beards, but wrong. <laughs> it's the wrong kind of beard. <laughs> and there's you see still... more. <laughs> you see more of that in the Triple X Ford parody. And there's still gro- his pubes are still growing, and they're just coming out. He, he's looking, he's, 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 he's looking like a, I don't know, a werewolf? Yeah, like a, a pube wolf. Okay, this movie might be alright, guys. Oh <laughs> my god! Like, I'll say this, pubes don't look anything like that. <laughs> well, have you had pubes that long? Because... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't look that luscious. <laughs> Maybe he cleaned them nicely. <laughs> he gave them a good Oh, my God, it. look at his hair. I love it. <laughs> it looks like a, giant bi- like a giant nest on top of his head. Yeah, that's where Nicolas Cage gets all his wigs from. Now, on to episode 30, which, of course, was the film The Brotherhood of Justice, which was Marcy's pick, and this, of course, you know, starred Keanu Reeves and Kiva Sutherland, and even though, yeah, it has a quite a bit of pedigree in terms of the actors who feature in this TV movie, but uh, this one also brought a lot of hilarity for us as well, and even introduced one of our personal favourite uh, characters we always bring back every now and again throughout the show, uh, Charles Bronson. So... Check it out. Like, you feel like these kids wouldn't date anyone who was, like, poor. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Even the poor kids in this movie look pretty well off. (laughs) (laughs) Look at what they're wearing to school. Who fucking wears that to school? I was wearing that yesterday. I don't know what you're talking about. I want to see you wear all three of those outfits. (laughs) That, that's one for breakfast, one at lunch, and one at dinner exactly. time. Exactly. But which is which? What do you wear for breakfast? Ooh, Keanu's would definitely be dinner wear. <laughs> with the blazer. Uh, the dude... <laughs> yes. With the the dude wearing the Christmas sweater, that'd obviously that's be Mule. breakfast attire. That's Mule. Mule. His name's Mule. Like a drug And the other guy... Yeah. The and other the other guy, Scotty. Bring... Scotty. Get the names right. He, yeah, well... Scotty, <laughs> he, he would definitely be lunch wear. <laughs> so you got to wear the big Christmas sweater for breakfast. Well, it's cold at the morning, so you need something warm <laughs> to wear for breakfast. Warms up for lunch, and then you got to be sophisticated for dinner. Exactly. It sounds like a day at John Cena's house. <laughs> Is he in this movie? Because I can't see him. <laughs> well... <laughs> Indeed. Although they should have cast uh, Charles Bronson as either the principal or the policeman, just so we can have him go like, all right, kids, that's not how you do vigilantism. No, he I'll should have been one of the really students. Quit. He would have fit right in. Hello, yes, I'm a I'm student, a student. Here. <laughs> Who? Whoa, man, who are you? I'm the new, uh, I'm the new hall monitor. <laughs> <laughs> can we just, like... Photoshop him into this movie. <laughs> yes. As Paul Kersey. Hey, watch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how Martin I'm laughing. Martin. Fuck off. <laughs> now I'm 
snorted again. Marcy's, Marcy's broken. <laughs> Fucking Charles Bronson. <laughs> Why is it killing me? <laughs> Someone say something. <laughs> I'm just going to let you go until you laugh no. at it. Meanwhile, Billy Zane is making a fucking bomb. Yeah, he has no idea how to make a bomb, so. He's sitting there sinisterly making a fucking bomb. Is this movie a prequel to Demon Knight? Yes. It should be. He takes his vigilantism very seriously. That's why he became the Phantom. and then Charles Bronson shows up and is like, no, listen, kid, that's not how you do vigilantism. <laughs> you don't know, you're, you're, like, not, you're not squinty enough. <laughs> don't kill me. No, you kid. Do like this. Charles Bronson. You gotta, you gotta, now, now kids, you gotta, you gotta do... to, uh, shoot him with the big gun. <laughs> I'm going exactly. on the floor and hiding. Gotta... <laughs> I can't do with it. <laughs> and you gotta have your eyes as squinty as this so you can barely see anyone because they all look the same. I can't all the do people, it. even the innocent ones. Stop! <laughs> It, uh, Why does this it kill me? That I, that I smoke a big joint, so that way my eyes are little slits. I can't handle the Charles Bronson! And then you're going to be like, wait a second, am I in a Death Wish movie or a different different movie that just happens to could also be a Death Wish movie? I'll just talk like this. Look at your face! <laughs> I can't even see anymore because I'm squinting too much. <laughs> I that's don't okay, because I can still shoot people. I don't have my uh, glasses on, so <laughs> why am I suddenly really Jewish? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, moving, on, moving on, moving <laughs> on. Oh, my tummy hurts from laughing. Now on to episode 34, which of course is, believe it or not, probably without a doubt one of our most surprisingly popular episodes that was released in 2021, which was of course Hell Baby, which ended up being uh, Batch's pick. And not only was it Batch's pick, Batch himself also brought along one other guest to the show, which of course is Mrs. Batch Kirsten. So the four of us sat down to watch this film and I didn't know what to expect from Hell Baby, even though I'd heard about it for a while, but boy, were we in for quite a trip with this film so once you've heard the clips that uh, you're about to listen to you'll understand why that is why does the priest on the on the right not with the mover with the goatee look like uh scott atkins and expendables 2 i don't know both these priests are very father guido sarducci-esque <laughs> yes that's a reference that's just my age. <laughs> kind of that you, you also, Monsignor, isn't it just possible just to turn on a light instead of walking around with, like, lamps? <laughs> and why do we have this stupid accent right now? <laughs> they're priests. They're Italian priests. They do the exorcisms. You know, they do the they're, from, they do the they're from Italy. We have to do this. Uh. <laughs> Very rough. Where's my spaghetti and meatballs and giardoletto? <laughs> I broke Marcy. <laughs> totally. The one on the left looks like uh, John Barathol, like does. Steve Rogers. He does. Like, he, look, he, look, he looks like a little miniature John, John Barathol slash Scott Atkins rolled into one. <laughs> It's his uh, clone equivalent. Oh! 
Oh, they got the sunglasses on. They're. This is the uh, the Christian version <laughs> of Men in Black. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what the fuck is with this <laughs> backstory? He, he was a human statue before. Are we going to get the cops' backstory? They should. <laughs> One of them should have worked at a KFC. Exactly. Got to do this. Suck the 19 bullets out of my body with their mouths. Ew. I got oh, fuck off. Dream on. Yeah, keep I got training. 19 bullets. I had 19 bullets taken out of me. Suck on that 50 cent. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is this? <laughs> Itali- the Italian healthcare system is pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that in Canada. Nope. We don't have that in no, Australia. No. Jesus. <laughs> I'd get shot more often. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to Italy after this <laughs> Just for the healthcare. <laughs> Apparently. All of a sudden, Nicolas Cage rock up. Excuse me, Paris, I just need to find out. Can I borrow your confessional so I can bang a girl in there? <laughs> He's the third priest. Yeah. Yes. Now, excuse me, I'm going to light the cigarette on fire. I think, I think officially we can say the priests have joined the Hall of Fame with next... With next yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dirty montage. What We're going to need a montage. Montage. More food. Oh. More food. <laughs> I said that looks like a little bit of chicken. Is it chicken? I'm going to say yes. Oh, what does it say? chicken. That, that sandwich had chicken. I saw the fried chicken, so it, it There we go. It <laughs> <laughs> we need fried chicken church. Oh, and, and nipple tassels. Oh, well, be fair. This is where they fair. do all their good thinking at the strip club. <laughs> For some reason. Don't worry. Don't worry. All these strippers are going to be absolved of their, of their sins later, so it's all uh. good. I don't understand how people can eat and watch strippers at the same time. No! And that's what they're doing. I just don't get it. Well, to be fair. Oh no. To be fair. No. Slip cups, cups do good at breakfast buffets that are really good. <laughs> In my experience. <laughs> Not that I'm an expert. Jesus. Uh, gotta Great. love me. <laughs> Oh, does he have the hell baby? Oh, look at it. Oh. Ah! (laughs) He's got my face. Ah! He's punching it. He's biting my dick. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he just dropped the other baby. Oh, oh, the <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! Potato or something. This is the this is the most terrifying pass the parcel game I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> if there's an all time moments episode of Two B Tuesday, yep. I think this has to go on the list. Yes. <laughs> Quick, throw it out the window. 
Shoot the baby. The fried chicken scene from Night Killer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh no. shot everybody. Oh no. I shot my partner. Well, that's why you don't just it's shoot a- things when there's a room full of people. It's okay, I didn't like the guy. <laughs> I want to get back oh, inside. Jesus! Baby. Fuck you, baby. <laughs> it was then she decided she was going to bottle feed that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to steal a Simpsons joke. No, no! She likes the baby now. Oh! Oh no! She's. How does that indicate the? I like how the baby is obviously like one of those toy babies you get at the toy shop, yeah. and just with little horns on it. <laughs> it is budging it. Oh my god! Go! 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 Oh God! Me too. Oh The first time I saw you naked, I knew I was gonna marry you, girl. Then you covered me in oil, and I really knew. Now, moving on to episode 27, which was the 80s slasher film, Pieces. Now, Marcy wasn't able to make this episode, so it was only just Batch and I for this one. Now, I'd seen Pieces before, so I was very much looking forward to having this film as a pick on the show. And I was even more excited about this episode because Batch has never seen the film before. So, since I knew that this film was completely and utterly insane, I was very much looking forward to seeing Batch's reactions to this film as we were watching it and yeah this episode did provide some pretty funny moments in it for sure he's just shaking their hands like potential killer potential killer potential killer potential killer now excuse me sir now excuse me sir are you the killer or am i the killer or is anyone of us the killer does anyone here here like puzzles (laughs) (laughs) is your mustache glued on (laughs) <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah that looks like a, a pervert moustache it really just makes him look creepier than it should I'm not allowed to shave for like from here down yeah so I've got to keep the whole yeah I, I shaved my beard down to a mo once and I thought oh, it doesn't look too bad but when you kind of cut it a little too much that it's oh i could totally rock a nice winston at this point right now but then i would have to sleep on the couch and i like that (laughs) exactly so it's the 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 part of mustache cutting is an art form and you gotta make sure it looks it's so easy to mess it up yeah you could either look like nick cage in xandali or you'll look like judge reinhold in (laughs) xandali Wow, this dude. This dude fucks. Yeah, he fucked. He fucked one. He was gonna, supposed to meet up with the woman at the pool, and the reason why he was like, it's like, oh yeah, I was having sex with another woman beforehand. <laughs> this is a fantasy where the nerds are the legit, like, like leaders of college in terms of like getting women. It's the reverse of Re- Revenge of the Nerds. 
So they're the alphas. So if Revenge of the Nerds, the film, existed in this universe, it'd be Revenge of the Jocks. Yes. (gasps) Wait a second. It's Wendy's. Now, does Wendy's make fried chicken? Yes, they do. They have fried chicken sandwiches. There's our link. Yes, we got it. We got fried chicken. (laughs) Okay, there's no actual, like, sandwich there, but we're just going to say it is. We're we're calling it a fried chicken sandwich. Exactly. We're calling it fried chicken is in this movie. Yes. The fried chicken running trend in these movies continues. Fried chicken is the thread, uh, connecting thread of the 2B cinematic universe. Exactly. Just like Big Apple, what is it? Uh, Big, what is it? Um, Red Apple cigarettes is in all Quentin Tarantino's movies. Now, after introducing Charles Bronson on the uh, episode Brotherhood of Justice, uh, Marcy Batch and I knew at some point that we would have to do a Charles Bronson film for the show. So, when November came around, we decided that we were going to dedicate that entire month to Charles Bronson films. I did the first pick of the month, which ended up being the Christmas film, Yes, Virginia, There's a Santa Claus. I'd never seen this film before, and neither did the others, so we had no idea what to expect. And I gotta say, uh, in hindsight, maybe I should have picked a better film, but, you know, but that being said, this was still a really funny episode overall, and also, uh, Marcy's better half, Mr. Super Marcy himself, Graham, also joined us for this episode as well. Check it out. Where's the postman there?! <laughs> Why is the postman there? Well, Marcy's already crying because when she looks at this number, no! like, she's not as big as mine. My- <laughs> Who are these? Where are they coming from? They're coming they're out com- of the woodwork. They come for the orgy. Yeah. Oh. That's what happens Johnson's in these come to meet the little girl and shoot her. You had an orgy. <laughs> I just realized your father was the one who killed my family. Now I have to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) But they're just showing up to hear this letter being read. And they're just like, who the fuck are you people? How did you get inside our house? Yeah, I know, right? What is going on? Uh, They're here for the cat. (laughs) You stole my cat. I'm going to go John Wick on you. What they don't realize is that there's a bottle of whiskey inside that cat. <laughs> and I want that whiskey. Damn it, Charles Bronson. Only <laughs> are you all right, Why are they there? Why are they walking in? Why? They just walked in and invited. How is that making you do? Jesus. The weirdest thing has broken be. <laughs> did write a letter and the address was on it. <laughs> I know that, but why is everyone else there? Why the fuck is that postman we only met for two seconds there? Because he felt like he needed to go there. I wanted to go there so that I could give the girl, the kids some candy and lead them back to my van. Are they even oh, aware fuck. anyone walked into their house? No, obviously not. 
Now, moving on to episode 42, which happens to also be the very last film that we did for Charles Bronson Month here on the show, which of course was Death Wish Free. Now, what makes this episode interesting is that both Batch and I weren't able to be on this one. So, once again, the both of us were kidnapped by Craven, so Marcy had to take the reins on this one. And so, even though we couldn't make it, she was able to rope in Mr. Super Marcy himself, Graham, to come back on the show, and as well as brought back past guests and all also co-host of the WebTales podcast of Mark Chevalier to be the two replacement co-hosts for this episode. Even though I wasn't able to be on this episode, I did listen back to it once it was released and there were some pretty hilarious moments in this one, as you're about to hear. He's a damn good architect, I guess. <laughs> he must be designed for the best <laughs> fucking buildings. Like, what the- Wanted. Oh. The, the horse is wanted by the NYPD. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crime did that horse do? wanted with a picture of a horse. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> is the horse a criminal? Is he crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real fan. Like, just let him loose and he's going to clean up the streets real fast. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I feel like... He makes the Punisher look like a wuss. I feel like we need to do a seance... To get the ghost of Charles Bronson in Melbourne so he can clean up the streets with all these dickhead protesters. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, Bede's not here. Someone's got to make a joke. It's like, oh, there you go. His car is totaled. <laughs> <laughs> They've stolen, like, everything out of the car. Yeah. What's the problem? What's the problem, Belly? What's the problem? What's the problem? Just get out of my fucking face. <laughs> really? You want to pick a fight with Charles Bronson? Yeah. Really? Now you going down. Dude, you're not. <laughs> oh! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bang, bang. Amazing. That's what, four? <laughs> yeah, now we're at four. Death count is a four. I sent him a message. <laughs> oh, it's on now. <laughs> <laughs> I sent them a message. Now let's finish our dinner with this nice Jewish couple. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and and these like dickhead gang members are picking on old people. Like what the fuck is wrong with them? That's why you have to hate them. They're scumbags. That, did no one tell them to respect their elders? Seriously. <laughs> No. That's how you know they're bad dudes. Bill or Ted, why are you in this game? This is not nice. Oh, there's another kill. Five. <laughs> that Hector guy's an asshole. <laughs> I'm glad you know names, because I was, I don't. <laughs> and what the fuck's with his speed hump on his head? <laughs> I don't know. I told it looks like someone's done it. Someone's done a burnout on his head. <laughs> they did a burnout. Doesn't look that Okay, it's Bill from Bill and Ted. I had to look it up. Okay. Well, let's see how Bronson takes him out later. <laughs> he didn't want to hit him with a pipe, apparently. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh my god, these guys just hassle people. Like, fuck off. 
Now on to episode 43, which of course is Blood Rage, which has now sort of become an absolute favourite of ours here on the 2B Tuesdays podcast because Marcy and I are absolutely obsessed with this film. Marcy, I, I watched this film for the first time, I believe, two years ago. Marcy watched it for the first time in this year in October as part of her 31 Days. So when we decided, the three of us, to do a Thanksgiving-themed episode of the show, Marcy had the brilliant idea of picking Blood Rage for the episode and which was great because Batch had never seen this film before so we were excited to kind of show him this one and of course it uh, introduced another favourite character of ours on the show who's just been in many episodes since which of course is Louise Lasser who is just (laughs) who I just absolutely love performing on the podcast so uh, enjoy Um, why do I sound like this I'm Louise Lasser (laughs) too many siggies Hello, kids. <laughs> Let me tell you about chlamydia. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got chlamydia wasn't fun. The second time it was a little bit better. Now, to be fair, everyone, you would to be fair. To be fair, you probably would sound like this if you were married to Woody Allen for a few years. <laughs> well, to be fair, you would fair. probably want to smoke. <laughs> Look at her boobs. <laughs> They're like boop. Seriously. Auntie Carol Baskins. <laughs> Auntie Carol Baskins. Look at their makeup. It's so bad. Now, they're not eating fried chicken, but we get some turkey, so that's very close. Okay, we, are we going to allow I that? think we can allow it. It's a big bird. We can allow it. I'm just going to have a beer because I sound like these. She's just plumping out her titties some more. Brad King, and I love my wife's cities. Look what she's using, Bead. It's your favorite. Oh my device. gosh, she's using a telephone. See, now what? Now, Louise Lazar, what you need? Me, oh. You always got me. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to sound like this before I die. And I think, they are, I think they are rotary phones, too. The, the kind Bead really likes. Indeed, because what you do with a rotary phone is stick your finger in the hole. I I don't get it. How do these phones work again? Okay, what you need to do, you stick your finger in the hole, then you turn it around counterclockwise until it turns on. However, if you've got a pay phone, you've got to stick your fingers into the slot as you're dialing the number for that. And you wiggle the finger, up. Yes, both fingers in there and give it the shocking dark. And then you go in there and then you've got to wait until the coins come out and leave a surprise. I don't like this. <laughs> I like she's just wandering around the house like oh, just and she's fucking drinking. Terry. Yeah. There's Todd. Fucking Todd just Boobies again. Booby fair. Booby fair. Uh, where did he come from? I just like to watch you in the shower. Yeah, seriously. Where did he come from? Who should I kill first? This guy has powers more, like, way better powers than fucking Jason Voorhees because he's everywhere at once. <laughs> but the twist of this movie is there's more than two brothers. There's, like, yes. four or five or six. Um, when did the mum have time to have a shower? Because we saw someone else in the shower, didn't we? And again, another phone call she's made. Mm-hmm. She's uh, always on the phone. 
my son's my son just got out of a psych ward and he's killing everybody. Uh, sorry, man, this is a KFC. Um, <laughs> All right, give me a pack of fried chicken. But this is an emergency. I need a pack of ten nuggets, six piece meal with large fries. <laughs> I don't care if it's still Thanksgiving. I need my chicken fix now. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a nice terry cloth robe. <laughs> She's just yelling at the operator. Why are they playing tennis at night? Oh my gosh, look at his shorts. That's like John Hamm style shorts right there. You know, socks. <laughs> I'm hoping that's a tennis ball in his pocket. <laughs> I really hope it is. The mum's acting back there. Let's let's not forget, Louise Lasser is an Emmy-nominated actress, and she just proved why she was. <laughs> Again, she should have won an Oscar for this movie. Just like the name Brenda, there's always an every gr- there's always a Greg in every slasher film. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's not making it to the end. <laughs> Maybe Clearly, neither of these two were instructed by the tennis instructor from Pieces. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. What was the other movie that had tennis in it that we tied back to Pieces? I can't remember. I don't know. There was something else that was randomly playing tennis for some reason. I'd have to look back through the archives of the show. I can't remember. Oh. He's going to kill him with a tennis ball. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Where did, how did he throw the ball? He's on the other side of the fence. I don't know. He's special. I he's mean, got... he could have chucked it over, but it would have bounced. But that, like, rolled on the ground. Mead, he's got magical powers in this movie. He's got magic teleportation powers. That is true. I should remember this kill very well. Oh, no. That were between my legs. Ew! Those shorts, you can almost see what he had for lunch. <laughs> she didn't look very hard to find some balls, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't I'm telling you, my <laughs> Sorry. I'm telling you, my son is trying to kill everyone. Uh, sorry, ma'am, this is a McDonald's now. <laughs> Well, I tell you, my son is trying to kill everyone. I need at least four cheeseburgers, a bunch of fries, and a couple of Sundays, along with the KFC order I had before. I don't know why. I mean, I'm living in Florida, and I got a New York accent. <laughs> what toy is in the Happy Meal? No, I don't want that one. I want the other one. I want the Space Jam. I want the Space Jam a new legacy toy with LeBron. Not Bugs, LeBron. I've <laughs> got three of those already. <laughs> I was going to say, if they wanted to get some balls, Louise Lass has got some big balls on her for taking on this role. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I honestly think if you put all the scenes of her on the phone, they would take up at least 50 minutes of this film. Yeah, I reckon they would, actually. Now, up next is episode 46, which, of course, was the second episode that we did as part of Christmas month here on the To Be Tuesdays podcast. And I would say, without a doubt, uh, it may be our most infamous episode because it was my pick once again. And the film I'd chosen for it has definitely gone down between the three of us as possibly the worst film we have done (laughs) 
<laughs> for the Tubi Tuesdays podcast. And that, of course, is Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. I did watch 10 minutes of this film before we recorded the episode, so I only had a bit of an idea of what to expect from this film. But, uh, yeah, I, judging by our reactions in the clips you're about to listen, in hindsight, maybe I should have picked a different Christmas movie than this one. Yeah. Maybe this film is hilariously bad. I'm not sure, but I get. But it does have a cult following, so that kind of says something as well. Maybe it says nothing at all, but I guess we'll have to and see. All but right. uh, but that being said, I have a feeling you both are going to hate me after this film. Can we institute a rule on this podcast that if we really fucking hate a movie, Bede misses his next two picks? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, Love and you, yes. Well, okay. No fair. I put the hammer <laughs> down. Done. All right, children. Let me tell you about the film Zandini. You see, oh Santa Claus, I was meeting Nicolas Cage. Again! With this Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer for some reason from another movie. Are we sure they're not the same? If there's one thing I need to tell you, children, it's beware of the Christmas camel toe. <laughs> yes, he got beat! Got you, motherfucker. You almost made me spit. Yeah, I saw it coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, it's that damn Kong again. <laughs> what? What the fuck? What? What is this? <laughs> what? What is this Frankenstein? What? It's like it's a it's a gorilla it's a gorilla like a guy in a gorilla costume. Why? It's the man. He's back in another costume. Oh my god! He's in a much better gorilla what costume. What the hell? Xander's too fat for him to pull the sleigh, even though he's not even fat. So. The kids are gone out. The, the, the reason they left is they're finding other animals to pull the sleigh. I don't know. <laughs> There's a donkey that's obviously Pregas. There's a donkey. Look at that ass. <laughs> All right, now, Jack, now listen up. See these beads here? If you grow these in the... If you grow these in the backyard, you might ha- you might actually get some women, and then you can actually get your balls can drop. Finally, Louise Lasser's in this movie. <laughs> now that is uh, actually she, she might be. I, I was uh, that a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm her husband. I'm Louis Lasser. Louis Lasser. That's my name. This dude looks like yes. David Soul. Yes, that's my name, Louis Lasser. <laughs> I'm in musicals, I'm in terrible Christmas movies, and I'm singing songs about Jack and the Beanstalk. My wife Louise, she left me for that asshole, but... Oh my god, But uh, at least she doesn't call me anymore. Because I, I canceled my phone bill. <laughs> Is that my ex-husband, Louis Lasso? Now, Louis, Louis I, told... Lo- I told you to leave me alone. You, you got no. your alimony this month, Louise. No, Louis, you know, you realize your son Todd, he's going around murdering people, so he's you need not to come son. back. That's my brother's son. You slept with my brother. You know what? I can't help it if I slept around and I slept with your brother Lucas, Lassa. But, you know, 
You know, he 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 had he was a fight he was a fight looking boy. I, I just I told you all along that Todd was the bad one. You never believed me once. It's not. It, it it's not Todd's the bad one. It's not Terry. Terry's the good one. Okay, he's never murdered anyone, and if he did, he's never murdered anyone around me. I'll be back. Terry was a good kid. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I have no idea. But this looks like some kind of like high school production. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the golden goose. It's made out of cardboard and paper. He <laughs> <laughs> just noticed it now. It's been there for ages. It was so you small. You couldn't even like use like color tinfoil. Nah. <laughs> and she had to wipe away all the crumbs from it. Now we're on to the very last film for our part two of the best of 2021 episodes of the show, which of course is an episode that I believe without a doubt has gone down as one of our most personal favorite episodes that we did in 2021. And that of course is the second episode that we did for Christmas month. And that is Santa's Little Helper starring The Miz. There's no question in my mind that for all three of us, this episode was just one of our absolute favorites from the year and it was a complete riot from beginning to end and when you listen back to these clips it's hard not to understand why that is it this this episode was just pure joy for the three of us yeah santa claus is in his underwear or at least like he is like that's his thermal pajama yes this is santa's watching porn outfit yeah santa looks like a poor gnome yes but and he must have run the line. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I nearly got you. <laughs> he does look like a gnome. He looks like a garden gnome. <laughs> but a garden gnome you find on Wish. <laughs> oh, God. You broke Pete. You broke Pete. Oh, God. He does look like a gnome. <laughs> He looks like he looks like the gnome you you'd get in the mail from Wish. Well, always. <laughs> yes. Okay, so over the course of this show, I've learned two things about you that will totally break you: mannequins falling off the uh, like uh, balconies, yes. and uh, gar- giant men dressed as giant garden gnomes. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm in. It's here. always. I, it's always the stupidest shit that this sets me off. <laughs> Yeah, the real movie's gonna start. Are they gonna do like an obstacle course? Because I'm totally here for this. Not only they should do an obstacle course, they should actually do a wrestling match. They should do a fucking wrestling match. That's all it should be. (laughs) I want to see like an Ultimate Ninja course, but all like Santa Claus Christmas based. I honestly, that face Adeline McCord made back there before we came to this scene is probably one of the funniest fucking things I've seen today. <laughs> I thought she's like, oh, him too. And whatever the hell he's doing. Look at Paige's outfit. Her little like short shorts are like really scrunched up there. <laughs> we'll be 
I know, she's given herself a camel toe a little bit. To your loved ones. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a Christmas camel toe. <laughs> you have to kiss her under the mistletoe. <laughs> you gotta kiss her under the camel toe. <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. I'm sorry. That's gonna be a T-shirt. Yeah. Never go to the old Christmas It is not the camel. You don't kiss under the camel toe. You kiss under the camel clutch. Oh, also, my. why was why was it? Uh... I'm in pain. Sorry. <laughs> from laughing. <laughs> I can't stop also, looking at her camel toe. Why wasn't the eyes shake Santa Claus in this movie? Right? Why wasn't he the boot camp instructor? Why wasn't they Santa Claus? That Jabron miss. <laughs> you Jabroni elves. I kick you and punch you. The sad thing is, the sad thing is, Marcy, we can't even use that for the YouTube preview because of the, the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try and see how they feel about it. <laughs> well, this is not. It's not worth the strike in the morning. That's for. That's for the patrons. I think. Yes. I think we. Uh, I think we need the. Uh, the. Uh, the <laughs> bead losing it from earlier. To be public yeah. knowledge. Oh jeez! Just kicked him oh, in the bum. God. Excuse me. Well, this is a pretty scary, like little obstacle thing because it like. These like it's kind of a bridge, but it's just like you know ropes attached to wood, and they got to kind of walk across mm. it. And there's nothing connecting the the wood. That's that's Santa's other kink. He likes. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Here, eat a cookie. Why does she care if the Miz wins or not? Yeah, I think she because when you were gone, Marcy, she, there was almost a moment where her and the Miz almost kissed. Yeah, they were all flirty, flirty, flirty. Why does he have to zip line? I don't know. It, he, it's weird. This is a pretty lame obstacle course. <laughs> American elf warrior. Oh, God. Uh, if he if he touches her shorts. Oh! 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 oh he's, he's doing the mistletoe Whoa. thing. <laughs> she's giving, she's, there you go. That's, that's what the Christmas camel toe is. She's giving him the is. Christmas camel clutch toe. <laughs> Hey, when you're supposed to kiss someone up with your lips under the mistletoe, I don't think that's what they were referring to, Paige. <laughs> well, that's it. That is the end of part two of our best of 2021 episodes of the To Be Tuesdays podcast. Thank you to all who've listened to the show throughout 2021. The, the, for the three of us, we felt very blessed and happy by the support that we our little show has received throughout the year. And, you know, for, even though as hard of a year 2021 was, it's with no doubt in my mind that for Marcy Batch and I, recording this show every week was definitely 
definitely a high point and it definitely helped us in a lot of ways especially when how crummy like life just got throughout the year and just definitely doing these episodes every week that helped our spirits and the fact that all of you out there listening to the show uh, supported the sh- supported us whether it be out there on social media on or on all the podcast streaming services or even being just a supporter of ours on Patreon we just want to say thank you so much for your love and support it really means the world for us i can promise you one thing for sure that 2022 is definitely going to be another big year for the show we have a lot of great stuff lined up especially in january because we have a very special uh idea that we're doing for episode 50 but stay tuned for more details on that very soon for all of us out there if you do want to find us out there on the internet you can find us all over the place on social media you can find myself personally on twitter at twitter.com slash and also supermarcy at, at twitter.com slash supermarcy and of course batch himself at twitter.com slash multiverse five and of course you can find the super network on twitter at twitter.com slash sm underscore super network uh, you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com slash the super network and also you can follow the super network on other social media platforms such as instagram TikTok and YouTube. We will have the uh, links to all all of these in the show notes, so so you can click onto those and find this there. You can rate review the Two Be Tuesdays podcast on all podcast streaming services such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Listen Notes, Good Good Pods, and YouTube as well. So like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And if you do, we will read your reviews on the show so once again thank you for everyone for listening to the to be tuesdays podcast throughout 2021 we love and appreciate you all and we'll see you next tuesday see everyone bye to be fair to be fair to be fair watch out for craven and his cbd also watch out for louise lasser who steals wine thank you everyone see you next tuesday love from martha